0: Hi, I'm Melissa from Melissa Mendez Design Studio, where I help startups and corporate clients with their apparel and design needs. From design development, all the way to sourcing and production. For more information, go to
1: melissamendezdesignstudio.com. You're listening to Women Crafting Success Podcast with Melissa Mendez. Tune in each week for tips on starting and growing your online business. Hear from top influencers and find out how they turn their dreams into reality. Welcome to Women Crafting Success. Hey, thanks for joining me
0: on this week's episode of Women Crafting Success. Today I'm super excited because I have a special guest. Her name is Renee Rebar. Thanks Renee for coming. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me. I'm so excited. So am I, so am I, because um, you and I, it seems like we go way back, like way, way back, but yeah. but we go slightly back. right.
2: <laughs> I think um, we have a lot in common in our in our way backs.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, which um, is it's so crazy because it's it's really a small world, um, and and we we share a lot of uh, life experiences with each other. Um, which is kind of groovy. Um, so, so let's get into it. Um, Renee is a master uh, of sales. Um, <laughs> so tell us a little bit, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like how did you get into sales? Um, and then eventually owning your own business, which, uh, is target. It's specifically for sales.
2: Yeah. Thank you for that question. Um, it, you know, it goes to the way back, but here's the punctuated version of, mm-hmm. uh, I graduated from State University of New York at Plattsburgh, Mm -hmm. which is what I – Plattsburgh, baby. I chose that college because the year that I went to university, 1990, was (laughs) – they just invented books. Um, SUNY Plattsburgh was uh, in the Playboy top ten party school. So I was like, boom, I want to go there. Right. So (laughs) (laughs) if that that just tells you a little bit of insight as to my academia. So uh, I went there and I studied English because I spoke the language and I thought, oh, I got a good in. Right. And I did. So that was good. And I decided I would pursue pre-law. And I did. Cool. And five days after graduation, I I graduated within four years. I studied abroad. It was all fun. It was all great. I, I did get good grades, but my seriousness level was, you know, negative mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> 20. So Five days after graduating, I took my first job in sales okay. and I loved it and I made money and I thought, why would I go and pay all this money for law school when I'm making more than a lawyer is right now? Wow. And I thought, well, you know, I'll just do this for a while and then I'll pay for law school in cash. That's my plan. Let's do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it kept growing. So, um, I was, I was very lucky. I, I, i i I, it must have been my travels to Ireland when I kissed the Blarney Stone. You know, it must have been <laughs> giving a gift of gab. <laughs> right. You know, anybody who's known me my whole life, I think I might have been born with it. So I really just love people. And mm-hmm. I just love talking to them. And mm-hmm. I love not just me talking, but, like, back and forth. I love people. I find the world amazingly interesting. Yeah. And that helps me in my sales. And so when I... Uh, had my child, my sweet, sweet boy, who is now a kindergartner, and I can't believe it. I feel like I'm going to blink my eyes, and he's going to be choosing his university. Wow. Or he chooses to do, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I really did not want to miss a beat. I didn't want to miss a moment or a breath. And so my husband and I made some big decisions and some big changes so that I could stay home with him. But like all things, I didn't you know when you know ultimately you know from baby to toddler to preschooler, um, you start to realize that the, they need you less and less.
0: Right, <laughs> just, they do.
2: So then I started looking for things that I could do that were on my own timeline, and I I really just six months ago learned who like Kim Luna was. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't know anything about this world. Wow. About Doing business online. In my mind, I had to have an office space and mm-hmm. liability insurance and employees and <laughs> right. a <phone> traditional
0: way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because when I, when I left my business, it
2: was 2006. Got so it. I had I had it for 10 years, incorporated and um and you know.
0: So so you it, had. It back then. Okay, so you you worked in corporate America and then you transitioned to having your own business and then you left your own business to, uh, you know, kind of be there and raise your son. Right. Well, to that, there was a little bit of a gap yeah between
2: 2006 and when I had been in 2010, I became a yoga teacher, <laughs> I took a year off, became a yoga teacher, <laughs> which if, you know, now that you've known me for like five minutes, whoever's listening knows that I am not Miss Zen, although I'm attracted to that energy, I'm just not there. Right. So I know I'm certified Hatha yoga teacher. Um,
0: <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome.
2: I love it. I, I do love that. I love it. But I, to be the, I, the class I wanted to teach was like farting yoga. I thought that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> because that's what everybody has to do anyway. When you get there, you're like, I really have to fart. And you're not supposed to laugh. It's just, so it's really, it was really hard for me. <laughs> Renee.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, it's just, that's exactly what the yoga teacher, you know, the yoga studio said too. Renee. Now, Wow. Okay. <laughs> two of my students were PhDs. They were professors at Wayne State University here in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And um, they were doing some independent research on on um, antioxidants and their effects on cancers, on cancers in the body. So right. they had created a beverage and they had this really great thing. It was all Michigan cherries. And I said, well, you know, the, their biggest concern was, I don't know how to sell it. I'm like, I can help you do that. So (laughs) the three of us formed a company and we brought Michigan cherry juice to 150 grocery stores (laughs) Wow! and we were just about ready to grow it. And that's when I got pregnant and I was like, I can't because Mm -hmm. it was, you know, again, it was back on the road, travel, pounding the pavement, you know, kissing babies, shaking hands, Mm -hmm. all the, all the, the grind. I loved it, but I wasn't willing to keep doing it and miss out on what I was, I mean, my husband and I had tried for 12 years. (laughs) years.
0: Wow. <laughs> so we were a little excited. <laughs> of course. Oh my God. That's such a beautiful story. I mean, all the times that we've spoken, I, I didn't quite realize that, but I mean, that that's more than enough reason to leave even a job that you're, you're happy with, you know, or a business you're happy with to start a family. <laughs>
2: yeah. So we were excited. And so, you know, along came Ben, you know, and so <laughs> wow, <laughs> he might, he might be a teeny bit spoiled. That's
0: okay. I'll do <laughs> only child. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. imagine that. <laughs> I, I have to watch myself with with my son too because um, it's it's really easy to spoil the the only child, especially boys too. Like if you're a mom, oh my god, I, I know. Oh my god.
2: So we'll see. Time will tell, I guess. But yeah, when I when I came online and I decided that I could do this, you know, I could actually have a business, you know, a real business. You know, it, it wasn't you know, it was actually from real life experiences and a consulting basis without an office space that I could manage my own hours. I got really excited and it's only been a few months and I really, I'm just loving seeing other moms bring their business experience to the online space and now be able to sell it and make money doing it Mm -hmm. because we worked together. So Mm -hmm. I'm just really loving it right now.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty amazing because even though you've been on the online space, which is like a, a new kind of, um, I don't want to say monster, but monster, if you will, then, um, you know, like a brick and mortar location, um, you, you just offer a ton of experience and, and expertise that kind of transcends, um, both platforms right? Like the, the in, in the store space or brick and mortar office space, and then the online space. Um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, that transition and how, how you're making it work.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I hired a coach for myself when I first came online just to I mean literally to figure out the mechanics of it. Like right. how does this work? I mean, it was, it was a foreign concept, even though I had you know, owned a company myself. I had been a partner in a business. I had been the director of development at a nonprofit in in Detroit when Ben was in preschool Mm -hmm. all those things. I had lots of, of, of experiences as to how things worked, but I did not know how this worked. So I hired a coach and she, you know, she walked me through the very, very first steps. Mm -hmm. And then I connected with other like-minded people through Facebook groups. I mean, literally I had no idea it was like pulling back the curtain every day. Like what? Wow. Really? Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I had no idea, but I, I love it. That's how I've gotten through it is, fi- is connecting with other like-minded people mm-hmm. in Facebook groups. That has literally been the key to connection and growth.
0: Awesome. Um, so that, that was going to be my next question, which is kind of, Nice and amazing how in sync we are. And I didn't even give you a list of the questions I was going to ask. <laughs> in sync. I love it. In sync. In sync. Um, so, yeah. So, that, that brings me to my next question, which is Facebook. Um, you and I connected through Facebook. And I learned about your business. Um, and we're actually working together now. Renee is my sales coach. Um, woo-hoo. woo-hoo. And she is like legit she's the real deal 20 plus years of experience um so i'm super excited to be working with you um so your your facebook group uh, which mm-hmm. i'll post a link to in in the show notes for this episode how does that really transform your business because um one of your mottos which i absolutely love is uh no list no problem like what does that mean
2: yeah, well, <clears throat> thank you. That's a thank you on all counts. Thank you for believing in me and and be, being willing to invest your money in your business in me. And thank you for sharing my story. And thank you for sharing this, the group. Um, no problem. What does it mean to say no list and no website, no problem? Well, when I first came into the online space, some of the first big things that came at me that I felt were required were words that I had never heard, you know, opt-in, CRM, ICA, you know, all these, uh, industry specific lingo that, um, when I broke it down, it meant connect with people <laughs> and continually do it, show up consistently, consistently show up and connect with people. So, um, although I, I don't uh, say that my clients can't have a website or an email list uh, as if they do, that is fantastic. What I do coach my clients on is the fact that literally there are customers everywhere. I mean, I have worked with businesses in the past where they lost almost you know, $50,000 in sales one quarter because there was a road construction in front of their business. And because people couldn't get to their business, they couldn't buy from their business. Well, Planet Internet has changed all that. So if I'm up at 1 o'clock in the morning, as I go, I wake up still, even though Ben doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. I wake up and I can't get back to sleep. I can hop online and network, meet a few people, make a few connections, and then follow up the next day, the next week. And so my doors of my business can be open whenever I need them to be. If I need more customers, I make more connections. I do more outreach.
0: What What does that mean, Um Okay, so I, I heard a term very early in my um, entrepreneurial journey of venture that um, sales is not about money. Um, it's about people. It's about connections. It's about networking. How can mm-hmm. we, like, break that down kind of like on a layman's term or just like everyday lingo that, that's really practical? Yeah. Um,
2: well, I mean, I, I think about this. like the Okay, let's – I think anybody listening to this probably owns something like they own a car or they own a house. Right. Right. And so if your car breaks down, who's the first person you call the mechanic? I mean like you call a mechanic or do you call your brother who knows a mechanic?
0: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell what I know about cars. <laughs> right? Well, I mean,
2: here's the thing. Like my first person that I call is my dad. Cause my Got dad it. was in the car business forever. Right. And I'm like, dad, it's making this noise. What do you, you know, what should I do? And he's like, You know, he'll walk me through a bunch of questions because he actually has some information. Or you know, it could be your cousin Bob, or it could be your aunt Sue. Right. You're going to call someone you know. Right. Knows about that thing, whatever that
0: is. Or like a hairstylist. Like if you need to get your hair done, like you call your best girlfriend. Like, hey, who does your hair? Right. Got it. Got it. All right. So it's the so
2: to break down sales and networking and connection in layman's terms and the way that every single person has been affected by it is we all need to know a guy.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. And,
2: um, and so how do, so if you, so if your business, you know, if whatever your business is, whoever's listening to you or me or anybody, whatever your business is, how many people know you and can say you're the guy for that? You know, of course, guy, girl, inter- interchangeable here. Right. Okay. So if, if I do something really, really well, but I never tell anybody about it, or if I do tell them about it and I don't explain it in a way that they understand or that is interesting, then no one that hears it will ever be able to explain it to anybody else. For example, let's use your example as the hair slot. Right. So your friend's like, oh, my! Oh, this girl is, you know, you say, I love your hair. Where do you get your hair done? And she says, oh, you know, I, I change it. I, I go to different places and I change up, you know, the people. And this month I went to Lisa and last month I went to Brett. Uh, you know, well, what are you trying to do? And you're like, well, I don't know, something like what you have. And she's like, well, then you should go to Lisa, I guess. But and, <laughs> and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm more confused right. than I was before. Right. So let's say you call Lisa, who's the hairdresser, and Lisa's like, "Yeah, I cut, I cut hair, I, I do hair," and you're like, "Okay,
0: awesome." Where's, where's Brett's number? <laughs> yeah, because she's not enthused or anything, right? So, but if
2: she said if you called this, you know, this connection and she's like, oh my goodness, I love doing your friend's hair. She was the best customer ever. And Mm -hmm. we tried this and we tried this and we tried that technique Mm -hmm. and I loved it. But there's so many other new things I'd like to try too. Mm -hmm. When can we make an appointment? I'd love to make you feel as good as you look.
0: Right. Hmm. That's a difference. Same thing.
2: She does hair. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Answer the question. (laughs) It's definitely about reaching out, And reaching out with a clear message about what you do so that other people know you're the guy for that.
0: Right. Okay. Awesome. So how have you positioned yourself using Facebook to um, establish yourself as the go-to person, go-to salesperson?
2: Well, the, the number one thing that I've done every single week since August, when I first decided to come online as a business, was I used the, the the wonderful free tool that Facebook offers, and that was to go live on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I set a specific time every week, 12.30 p.m. on Wednesdays. You know, we talk about one specific sales situation, usually around the phone call, getting on the phone with someone. And so um, those one-to-one in, intimate, really, conversations are where I've done A ton of training. Do I know a lot about a lot of things? Yeah, I I understand. (laughs) Yes, I've run businesses. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I could teach a lot. But if if I talk about all those things and nobody really knows what I do, they don't know the one thing. Right. So when I get to know someone, we can talk about a lot of things. But the one thing is if you need to have a powerful, kind conversation with someone and potentially sell them something, you should talk to Renee.
0: Right, right. Um, wow. That, that's, that's good stuff. I mean, you just make sales look so effortless and, um, easy really. Um, so, so when you do your Facebook lives, which is, you know, consistently once a week, sometimes you drop in a little bit more than that, but consistently once a week, um, Mm -hmm. how to, how do you connect with the people? Is it through the comments? Um, do you get uh, their emails? Um, how do you kind of connect to the point where you could potentially have them as a client?
2: Yes. Um, thank you for that question. I definitely connect with them. Um, I specifically, when I first started, just showed up every Wednesday mm-hmm. <laughs> and talked about sales. Okay. And a random people showed up. And that was fine by me. Mm-hmm. And then I got... Smarter and I ended you know I started promoting it and putting in plugs and put, creating live events mm-hmm. and then when they arrive and they make comments or they like it or share it or love it or hate it or whatever they do, um, I then would reach out to them and you know and connect with them in a, in a very natural kind way such as thank you for stopping by." Mm-hmm. I wouldn't reach out to them and be like, "Hey, here are my offers blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> right, that's weird. Right. Nobody liked that guy. No. (laughs) But I would just simply thank them. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Now, I also got a little smarter. I started creating opt-ins and, you know, freebies, swipe files that they could get. And then when they received those, they would receive them in exchange Mm -hmm. for their email address. Mm -hmm. And then I would email them things. But, you know, ultimately, I am all about the relationship. Build the relationship. Build the relationship. And the sales will come.
0: Right. Um, what, what uh, tips or suggestions, you know, would you kind of have or recommend to building that authentic relationship? Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the authentic relationship and I, and I also understand that that can sometimes take time um, uh-huh. and some people need to eat today. So okay. <laughs> it's like, well, what is the balance between being authentic and genuine and, and, you know, offering the sale that could bring income into your business?
2: You know, that's, that's a great question. And the answer to that is, I, is well, first it starts off with when I was in the field, I needed to eat every day and I needed to make sales every day. All of those sales, literally every single one was that moment. I walked in without an appointment They didn't know I was coming. They didn't know what I was doing. I had to break the ice, build a relationship, get to the point, inspire them, compel them, have them, f- I mean, depending on the client that I was representing, I, I could be getting a cre- an impression of their credit card. I could be getting a photocopy of their license. I could be having them fill out a form that was like a mortgage document. Right. <laughs> I swear right. some of these documents and forms they had me fill out these clients. Seriously. Getting uh, their social security number, getting all this right. information. From them, and I just wa- literally just walked in them. the street. Wow. And so... I, I learned very quickly by being burned what not to do. Right. And so I guide my clients through that seemingly treacherous course. And it all comes down to setting the intention initially of I'm not coming in here to screw anybody. I'm coming in here to offer something good. Right. And how am I going to offer it? Well, I need to be clear. I need to be concise. And I need to be compelling.
0: Right.
2: And then I need to close them. I need to actually ask. Yes, does sound like a good idea. Are you ready to get started? Yes. And and they can say no, and that's okay too. And so if they say no, obviously there's a you know follow up with them and you know continue the relationship. Don't be like well you know forget you, you're out of here. You know mm-hmm, what I mean mm-hmm. you've already talked to them in a nice way. So mm-hmm. um, to to answer the question of I want to make a sale, I want to build an authentic relationship, but I need to eat today. Mm-hmm. The answer is, based on all my experience, that some people don't need that long. Okay. Some people, you can see them in a Facebook group. They've asked a question. You answer the question. You um, PM them like, hey, a couple days later or, that, or maybe a couple hours later. Um, hey, did that answer, um, had that answer work out for you? Did, did it work out for you? Thanks for asking. Right. And then you start the conversation. They're like, yeah, it did, or I don't know, or I have another question. And then you message back and forth a couple times. So your first initial PM to them is just, hey, did it work out? You know, how's it going?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: They either can up. not answer you or answer you back. And then you start a conversation back and forth, back and forth. And then you're like, you know what, let's just hop on a quick call. The nice. beautiful thing right now today is that you can call, make a regular cell phone call inside a messenger. You don't need a, a, to do a video call or anything mm-hmm. fancy. They could be literally in... Uh, Australia, and you could be in Detroit, Michigan, and you could have a cell phone call with them inside of Messenger for free. Right. So you have a quick call, and you talk, and you ask, and you, like, get to know them. Like, Mm -hmm. so tell me what what was going on, and tell me the story around that, and tell me more. Mm -hmm. And then if it feels right, be open to the possibility that you might have something within your offers that might be a good fit for them.
0: Got it. Got it.
2: Got it. Have lots of, you know, have lots of things, have something that's $47, have something that's free, have something that's a hundred
0: dollars, mm-hmm. you
2: know, have, and you know, when you first start out, you're not going to have all that. So
0: that's okay. Right. Yeah. Just like but you can build the relationship. Yeah. Just build the, the relationship, like build the trust. Um, how many, how many, uh, packages do you think it is good to start off with? Um, like if you're, if you're just beginning, like I, I know some people who have like six packages Um, I, I don't even have six packages, you know, I do have set packages and every now and then, um, I might customize something, you know, tailor, tailor it specifically for a client. But if you're like just starting out and you're unsure of who you're targeting, you're unsure of, um, the amount of disposable income they have, and they might want to spend on a product, you know, how can you figure that out? that's
2: a a great question. You're not going to know ultimately. So you, Mm -hmm. you, you know, you can have six offers, you can have 600, you can have one. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, but the way, you know, psychologically that most of us go into this is until I know someone, I'm going to be tentative giving them my money. Right. Right. And I don't have to know them like forever. I mean, I just have to feel like I can trust them. Now, some people, they, they trust, you know, they, they trust quickly mm-hmm. and other and others build trust quickly and so if those two people meet there could be a transaction quickly even if it's a $3000 transaction that's true yeah. but that's rare <laughs> <laughs> oftentimes they need something small so you know uh you know a free a freebie you know oh you know what? I I heard your question I answered your question how's it going Oh, is it going like this? I'd love to send you this free resource. What's your email? Or I can just, you know, send you the link and you can and look at it. And then you follow up. Mm-hmm. It could be the next day. It doesn't take them ten hours to read this thing, right? It's a one pager. Right, right. And then or you could have a small product. You know, what your it sounds like what your problem or your sounds like what your concern is or what you're struggling with mm-hmm. could be solved by this one little ebook that I have, which mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually offering right now for only seventeen dollars. Right. That seem interesting to you? I could send you the link. Right. Right. Or you could say, you know, I have this really neat uh, digital course that I put together for people that really are in the same situation as you, and yes, I have big one-on-one, cl- you know, um, packages, but I think right now today, uh, this little $47 e-course, which will take you, you know, three hours to complete, you know, as long as you want, self, it's mm-hmm. self-paced, mm-hmm. that might just serve your needs right now. And right. then at the end of it, let's connect again. Right. So you you're kind of stepping them up. Like, you know, when you go into Target, you know, you're not going to necessarily buy your whole furniture, you know, your whole you know, from yeah, there.
0: that's true. The first time. But, yeah, well, don't get me started with Target. I, Lord I know. Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, a, you know, a vice of mine.
2: Yeah. Um, but... But again, yeah. targets a well-established, well-known—they're not going anywhere kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're independent small business owners, so the other person is thinking: uh, if I spend a, a you know a big chunk of money on you, what makes me know that you're not going to just disappear off the face of the planet? Exactly, exactly. So um, that's that building the authentic relationship is
0: required, right? And and having um, some people may like have this—they might have like a referral, networking mm-hmm. team, like something like that where. Someone can speak for you like, hey, I know this person or I've done business with this person and they are, you know, legit. Like they they will, um, they'll work with you and they're not going to just, you know, leave you. Right. Um, so that's pretty cool. Another thing like I've kind of seen around um, when people are, are unsure of how to p- price their packages, um, mm-hmm. like start off with like, you know, one or two things, like guesstimate the price or see what others are doing in your um uh niche and mm-hmm. like if someone is you know selling products for like 35 dollars or 100 dollars, start off in that general range and then once you start to get sales and you start to get like feedback from customers then you can determine if you want to keep it at that price range it's it's not set in stone um so that that option is really nice to have as well so Thanks for that, Renee. That was that was uh, great advice. Um, another question I have for you is: What are some other ways uh, to promote yourself or your product um, other than Facebook? That's fantastic. Um, you know, there's the good
2: old fashioned join a local meetup. group. <laughs> there's also you know ne- regular in person networking. You live in the Greater New York City area. Right. I live in the Greater Detroit area. There's no lack of people. And networking live events like actually like meetups and things like that there's I mean there's a there's a new social media platform every day and for me I mean every single one of them requires time to invest in building an audience there and so um I've only at this point I've only worked with for building my business. I've only worked with, um, Facebook because that's all I've needed so far. I've, I've wow. out my clients. I've, I've filled my business mm-hmm. to the point where I feel full and, and unless I start hiring employees until I start <laughs> outsourcing some of the efforts, mm-hmm. um, that's where I'll stay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do a little bit on Instagram, but that's only because I like it for my personal use. Right. How to communicate with my own family. I'll, no one, no one that I'm related to by blood lives in Michigan or mm-hmm. anywhere in the Midwest. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So we communicate usually via Instagram. But, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's lots of platforms out there and I'm sure they're all fantastic and wonderful. And probably could, if you're most, whoever's, you know, using it, if you like that platform, then
0: use that platform. hmm Right. Right. Yeah, like try out a few, like maybe one or two, find what works for you, what's what's comfortable. Um and and then work it. Work what works, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's my little phrase, work what works. Um <laughs> you know, and if it's not working, then stop working it and change, you know, go move on to something else. Um I I find that I like I like Instagram a lot because I'm, you know, um a creative, I'm a designer. And it's a very visual platform. Um, so that's another thing that like, people can do something that is in their kind of like genre. Like if, if they're like designers, they can like do the Pinterest, um, the, the Instagram. And then um, I don't know, how do you feel about Twitter? Like people keep on telling me to get on Twitter, and I feel like I'm not really connecting with my, my group, my tribe.
2: Right. And I mean, that I, I have no feelings on Twitter because, yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> I'm, I'm 44 years old. So <laughs> I graduated going on from thirty four before there was even internet. So, okay. I, mean, I mean, before there was like accessible like this, there was, I mean, even in 2006 when I, you know, closed my first business, it wasn't, there was no Facebook. Not mm-hmm. yet. Not mm-hmm. in my awareness anyway. Right. So <clears throat> I think I got on Facebook. I don't know what year. I'm sure Facebook would tell me when I got on Facebook, but whatever mm-hmm. that is, yeah. it wasn't It it was, um, the world changes fast. And so whatever platform you're on that you like personally, go for it. Spend your time there. I think whatever platform there is that you spend time on,
0: it will serve you. Right. I I could not agree with you more. Um, so, so what are you working on now? What are some projects that you have, um, in the pipelines?
2: Ooh, I know. I just had a talk about this this week. (laughs) Um, <clears throat> you know, it's very hard not to have shiny object syndrome. It is, right. I, you know, I see like with the uh, Dana Mall the boss mom retreat, everyone just getting back from that and all mm-hmm. the chatter there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get very excited about, Oh, I want to do a retreat and I, I want to run one because you know what I, what I, again, what, why I loved sales initially so many years ago and why I love it still to this day is because I love connecting with people. Mm -hmm. And so in my mind, there's no better way than, than, than meeting them. And so I'm so glad for the internet that it allows me to connect with people that I might not be able to meet face to face initially, but I would love the opportunity to connect with people face to face ultimately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so in my pipeline, I am dreaming up a mm-hmm. retreat of some sort, where I am picturing like a campfire and kicking mm-hmm. off our flip flops and having a case of wine Ooh. and you know bringing in some I don't know pedicurists
0: or oh something. boy
2: I don't know like yeah you know, it's just a relaxed chill out like one night one mm-hmm, day mm-hmm. relaxed chill out time where the women that are in my crew and that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm rolling with here yeah. are we can have the chance yeah. to meet up relax, relate, build our businesses, talk about the stuff that we love talking about, but that literally our best girlfriends in, you know, my neighborhood are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So there's platforms and ICAs and our CRMs and mm-hmm. they're like, um, what? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're very intelligent, smart people, but this is just not their business. Right. Right.
0: And they can't really, relate, which is fine, which is right. Fine. I
2: mean, I don't need to, but, but the difference is, is that I'm not working in an office where I have coworkers to, to chit chat about this with either. Right.
0: So,
2: you know, working remotely has so many benefits. One of the livable negatives is that you don't get to, did you hear about this? You know, connect and chitter chat about the new things that you, that excite you, that you're learning about that you might want to do. So, um, I would love for a retreat to happen within the next 12 months. It's going to take a lot of planning and a lot of uh preparation and I'm excited about doing that because I love the ultimate result which is the connection of those people.
0: Right. Wow. Well, I am looking forward to that because um I will be attending <laughs> hands down. <laughs> and since it's 12 months away or within 12 months that you know that'll give me definitely enough time to plan and um you know it, like you said the connection is just amazing one-on-one meeting people the wine never hurts either i mean (laughs) right so that's that's gonna be pretty awesome so um so where can we find you um you do a weekly i know where we can find you but for the audience where can we find you on facebook
2: Awesome. Well, Facebook, I have a business Facebook page, okay. and it's just under my name, Renee Rebar. Mm-hmm. And then I do a weekly show. It's called The S Word Live. And the reason mm-hmm. I called it The S Word is because, you know, when people say sales, it's like, ugh, oh, you know, right, it, right. It, it creates such a uh, negative reaction oftentimes, and I understand. Mm-hmm. But my goal is to just help people know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say the word out loud. It's not right. like Mufasa. Ooh, right, you know, right. I always think of like the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't say it out loud (laughs) or, or, you know, Harry Potter, he who shall not be named.
0: Right. Um, Right. Oh my God. I was just talking about Harry Potter. My, um, I was recording earlier. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. So
2: yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it doesn't have to be scary. And when you've
0: got something amazing and it's
2: your business and you want to bring it to the world, it's okay to Mm -hmm. offer it to people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be weird, creepy, sleazy or gross. Mm -hmm. It can actually just be like a conversation with a, with a close friend. And, And that's okay. So that's what I, that's what every week, the S word live. And then my group, I treat my group like I would treat a party at my house. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's invited, bring all your good stuff, Mm -hmm. hang out, talk, Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, it's not just me talking to everybody. Let's all share. Mm -hmm. People go live inside my group. You've been live inside the group. And I just love seeing everybody stretch and grow and share. And um, that's where I hang out, the Facebook group and the S word live.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, I'm just going to wrap it up with one more th- question or, or thought, rather. I love to ask people um, if there are any books, um, any works of literature that has inspired them. Um, can you name, like, one or maybe two, if you have two uh, books that have inspired you?
2: Yeah. I mean, throughout my life, um, I, th- I, I was an English major, you know, so mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. a lot of literature study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... You know, I love the the. It's called "The Song of Myself," and it's mm. it's a great poem slash short story. Mm-hmm. Um, but today, what I'm listening to on my iPod is "The Big Leap" by Gay Hendrix. Uh. Yeah, And I, and although you did give me some recommend, some book re- recommendations, mm-hmm. if anyone were to take a snapshot of my nightstand, <laughs> you would see a stack of books from the library and mm-hmm. ones that I've purchased mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. all genres. Um, but I, I like things that are uplifting. I like stories that talk about how someone has achieved something. right? Because I, I think as much – because you can turn on the news any given day, any given moment, and hear how things aren't going well. Right. But you know what? There's just as many stories about how they are going well. I
0: love that. I love that, and I love you. You are amazing. You have an incredible spirit about you, and um, you're a gem. So thank you so much for for working with me uh, in my business and for joining me on this podcast episode. Um, I'm going to put a link to all of your, um, your information, your Facebook web, uh, soon to be website. Yes. And, (laughs) um, and you know, just a place where people can find you. So thank you so much, Renee. I really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa. I love you too. All right. Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to Women Crafting Success Podcast. Hope you got just what you needed. Now go out and apply those new skills to your business and see the results. Don't forget to rate each episode, whether it's on iTunes or SoundCloud. Five stars are always appreciated. Click the subscribe button for new episodes right into your platform. And tell a friend, I know when I really love something, I let everyone know. For more information, go to womencraftingsuccess.com. There, you can sign up for the exclusive newsletter with podcast extras, worksheets, and more. Have a productive day and tune in for next week's episode.